Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 336. Today is August 21st, 2021. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Today, I'm going to give you just a quick episode, get you caught up on a market review, and specifically, I want to talk about small caps and the reopening stocks. They continue to underperform. A lot of people are worried about that. I am not. Right now, we're seeing a lot of fear that has driven these smaller caps and these reopening stocks and put them down at levels 10, 20, in some cases, 30% below where I think they should be. The two main factors that are driving this fear, I think, are mutually exclusive. And so that reinforces my optimism. Let's look at these two factors. The first is that the COVID variant is slowing down the reopening. Well, yes, that's absolutely true. But the other factor... And this is actually, I think, what has really scared the professionals more than the COVID variant. And it's the fact that they're worried about the Federal Reserve starting to taper, starting to taper as early as next month. And so they're worried about easing up from the Federal Reserve on their easy monetary policies. But think of those two ideas. They're they're mutually exclusive. If the economy is, in fact, slowing down, then I think it's highly unlikely that the Federal Reserve is going to tighten up on the monetary supply. If the economy is slowing down or not opening up as fast, then they're going to keep the money spigots open. And then regardless of either of those two fear factors taking place, let's look at them from a realistic long-term perspective. Yes, the COVID variant is ravaging parts of the country now. Could it get worse? Well, it, it could. But look at where it hit in India and then in the United Kingdom. The Delta variant peaked in India, as far as the death toll, it peaked in May. And it looks like the United Kingdom has already peaked. And, you know, will it get worse as we get into the traditional flu season? Will we get a Lambda variant? I have no idea. But we know that at some point, it will taper off. Pandemics eventually become endemic. I've said that now for a year and a half. And so at some point, the economy will fully reopen and stocks that have been hindered by the shutdown will eventually perform better. And I think there's a whole lot of upside potential because these shutdowns have been so devastating. And even though the United States GDP is back to where it was pre-COVID levels, this is also a very important point. Right now, despite the underperformance in certain sectors of the economy, yet the overall GDP of the United States has gotten back to those levels. That to me says that these reopening areas of the economy still have a lot of upside. The other thing to think about in terms of GDP is that the United States is hitting on all cylinders in terms of overall gross domestic product, but we're doing that without these in-person service sectors, and we're also doing it with about 6 million jobs than we used to have pre-COVID. Now, if you're out of a job, that's bad news for you, but as an owner of stocks, I like to see the GDP get back to normal with a lower workforce because that means that companies are more productive. They can earn as much or more money with less people, and since about 60% of a corporation's operating expenses are dealing with salaries and personnel, then whenever you can do the same job with less people, it adds even more to the bottom line profitability of the company. That's good news for people that own stocks. The other thing to remember is that even though these smaller caps and these reopening stocks have been underperforming as of late, plenty of money is still flowing into U.S. equities. 
in fact, record levels. It's just going to the larger, more stable, big cap companies. So although people are fearful and cautious, they are still heavily invested in U.S. equities. So people aren't piling up cash. They're still putting money in the stock market, and it will be there to rotate back into the reopening trade once the COVID variant starts to dissipate. Something else to keep in mind, and the way this is really, I think, going to favor reopening stocks, particularly here in the United States, is that the U.S. dollar has been on an upward surge. In fact, right now, it's at a nine-month high. International money continues to flow into the United States, even as we're hitting these roadblocks and a postponement of the reopening of the economy. And while I don't know when the worst will be over for these reopening stocks, I'm also optimistic when I saw the performance this week and I saw the Russell 2000, it intraday dropped down below its 200-day moving average. It closed at that level on Thursday. It opened at that 200-day moving average on Friday. And then it bounced up more than, I don't know, about 1.3, 1.5%, ending the week on a positive note. I think that's a good technical indicator. I also like the fact that on the Russell 2000, we're seeing right now a convergence of the 50 and the 100-day moving average, and the current price is below that convergence by about, I don't know, 2.7, 2.8%. The price is even below a short-term exponential moving average. To me, that indicates that things are either going to fall off the cliff or they're going to snap back and bounce up above that 50-day moving average just like has occurred about nine times over the last 12 months. During that time period, these small caps, these reopening stocks, have spent a lot more time above the 50-day moving average than below it. And I think that's where these smaller cap stocks are headed once we get through this double-headed fear of a spreading of the COVID variant and a tightening of the Federal Reserve policy. Now, again, I don't know if that's just around the corner or if that's going to take place in November, or maybe it won't happen until February of next year. I don't know, but I saw a statistic the other day that talked about global tourism, and I don't know about overall global travel, but in the article I read, it said that global tourism remains at 30-year lows. So all the travel, all the services that are associated with tourism around the world, and especially here in the United States, we're back to levels that we haven't seen since the 1980s. As that travel starts to reopen, that puts more of a demand on things like jet fuel, which is not going to be replaced by renewables anytime soon. It'll come at a time when we've seen consistent back-to-back -back years of underspending in terms of exploration and development of new oil fields. And that will just add to the profitability of oil companies as they come out of the overcapacity of the shale oil revolution. So I want to reiterate, yes, I think that oil companies are still a good buy. I think that the travel, the hospitality, the in-person events, those companies that specialize in those areas or particularly provide services over products, I think their best days are still ahead of them and I continue to invest in those underappreciated sectors. Now I know some of you are probably saying, ah, oh, John, you always buy the dip. Well, no, I don't. Remember, I don't buy the dip if I think that we're headed into a long-term recession or some type of a secular slowdown in the economy. During periods of that type of uncertainty, I go to cash, I bide my time, I'm very patient, and I wait for the new opportunity to reinvest and get back into the market. 
but I don't think that's where we are right now. I think we're still in the early stages of an expanding economy and especially an expanding economy in the United States. And speaking of focusing on the United States and areas that I'm not buying the dip, you've seen that China and Hong Kong is in a bear market. I'm not buying that dip. I don't have time to go into it in this episode, but I am concerned about the overall capital controls, specifically as it relates to foreign investors. And I think the current policy changes that we're seeing there, uh, that that situation could get a lot worse before it gets better. So no, I'm avoiding China. I am not buying that dip, but I'm still a firm believer in the U.S. economy and specifically the reopening trade. Well, hey, as always, thanks for listening. Until the next episode, this is John Pugliano wishing you the very best returns.